in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B. And if you want to check him out, you can find him at David B Music 21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to my faction mate, Kevin the Smasher Smets, for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much. And if you want to check out everything Kev has going on, you can find him on Twitter at Kev Smets. But let's get into today's episode. So we're going to get into some spoiler territory today with the big pay-per-view for the latest episode of Friday Night Titans. So yes, definitely some huge matches. Chance the Cobra Ellison versus William the Beast Bibiani. Two amazing players. Um, Two players that have beaten me in the past. Uh, And yeah, definitely kind of a grudge match with these two so definitely an impressive undercard there uh and then we get old versus new uh new champion marisol mckee taking on you know seasoned veteran sam levine back in the game so definitely a crazy crazy match um so we're gonna be breaking it all down uh so let's just jump right into it so we had a scene uh, uh shannon kind of talking to marisol actually showing showing some uh some humility which i was very surprised to see are we getting a kinder softer shannon maybe we'll see she you know kind of went to marisol and just kind of took the blame for adam leaving and um really you know faced up to the fact that like oh you know the old Shannon would have probably blamed everyone else, but I'm taking the responsibility for my actions in him leaving. And I totally understand Marisol if you want to leave as well. So she kind of gave Marisol that out and took on the blame of, of Adam not staying with the dungeon. So, you know, I was a little harsh. I was a little harsh last week when I talked about her kind of being responsible for that. So, you know, uh, the tears were kind of her own fault and her own doing, but, you know, did feel some respect for, for, uh, the queen of corruption in kind of taking on the humility of that. So, you know, and giving Marisol that out, knowing kind of what she had done. Um, so, but, uh, Marisol says she's sticking with her. She has no plans to go anywhere. Um, this is going to be a kinder family first, you know, no dirty tricks or attitudes type gameplay from them going forward. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, Corruption has been a bane in my side for several years now and several seasons. So um, if they're in fact turning this new kind of leaf of respect and somewhat kindness, then I applaud them and it'll be very interesting to see. Interesting opening scene there. Uh, then we do get into this match. Um, oh, we also have uh, Christian coming in and asking uh, Shazam to play Team Corruption yet again. And they're kind of just like, how many times do we have to play these dudes? Like, literally give us someone else. 
And Christian sweetens the deal by saying, well, if you beat corruption, they will have to break up. So that kind of sweetens the deal. So he says he's going to take the offer to Shannon. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, but yeah, uh, another match yet again with Shazam and corruption, uh, but sweetening the deal of them having to break up if they lose to Shazam. So interesting stuff going on there. So then we get into these matches, waiting for the high concept back in studio entrance from Bibbs. Uh, and he comes out with with Brendan and Corey with these signs that he refuses to play. They kind of have this whole protest talking about how he refuses to play if he cannot do a high concept entrance. But that in and of itself is a high concept entrance. So then he's like, you're right. <laughs> so very meta. I would not expect anything less from the brilliance of William Bibiani, someone who, who like myself, really put a lot of thought and effort into kind of coming out with a really kind of fun, epic, thoughtful entrance. So always respect him on that front. And yeah, I liked this kind of meta moment that he was having with his entrance. Very fun. Then we get into the match and... Uh, you know, really back and forth with these two, uh, a, a solid eight to eight tie going into that second round. So no one really gaining any ground. Um, no one going perfect. Chance ends up going first. He gets sequels and prequels, spins away to Kevin Smith. He gets the first, second, and third questions correct. Um, misses the fourth question on multiple choice. Um, I believe it's the yoga hosers question. What do, does the news call the girls after they, you know, defeat all of the Bratzy villains? <laughs> um, and multiple choice, he was not able to get it. And Bibbs did not pick up that steal. And then he does get the fifth question correct. Bouncing it to Bibbs for historical epics and dramas. So definitely a kind of deep category, which I feel like might be kind of intimidating to anyone else other than William Bibiani. Um, and he gets the first, second, third, fourth correct, missing the final question on multiple choice and Chance actually picking up that steal. It was who played Agamemnon in Troy. Uh, so he did miss it on multiple choice and Chance did get a one point steal, making it 17 to 16 Chance leading going into the final round. Uh, Bibbs gets his two and Sam Jackson correct, bouncing it to Chance for his two in Romance correct. Bibbs his three in Paul Newman Robert uh, Redford, which he does get correct. Um, Chance getting his three in Robin William correct, and uh, Bibbs uh, getting his five in Animated. A pretty tough question, you know. Had to, had to think about it for a little bit. Seemed kind of unsure, but he pulls out the answer. Bouncing it back to Chance to get his five in remakes and reboots. He misses it. Uh, it was, an, this actor has been in these three films. So definitely they're really leaning on this association game with actors. It's either, because the one Bibbs missed was like, Kate Hudson was not in which one of these movies. And then the five point question for chances, this actor was in these three movies. So it's either uh, uh, what they weren't in, what they were in. So very much actor focused. So, you know, I think my thing last season was there were just a ton of kind of surface level questions on who played this, who played that. Literally, I think there was a round one once where like 
almost every question was a who played who played this person who played that person in this movie type question so I at least like if they're going to ask an actor question it's more thoughtful it's more creative so while it is more work for me (laughs) to study something like that um I, I appreciate the thoughtfulness the creativity and and kind of making a question that would surface level be easy making it more difficult by kind of throwing more elements in there so I'm liking this kind of style of questioning while yes it is it is going to make my job as a competitor more difficult as a fan watching it I I do enjoy um them kind of throwing a little bit more thoughtfulness into the questions so Chance ends up missing and Bibbs takes the win so riding high for you know coming out uh, the, at, the, at the start of his season here. Always nice to see Chance lose. So, you know, I, I'm happy. <laughs> um, then we get into the big match. Uh, just a little short scene of Sam and Marisol kind of giving each other respect and accolades. I would expect nothing less from the two of them. Um, no need for a rivalry or anything like that. But this match was a completely perfect match, uh, similar to my match with Marisol, where it came down and the only question I missed was my five point question, the question that mattered the most. And it was an actor's question. <laughs> um, so they both go perfect, plus bonus 11 to 11 going into that second round. Uh, Sam spins comedy and he decides to stick with it, going perfect. Uh, Marisol spins away from Bill Murray and landing on Jodie Foster, going perfect as well making it 21 to 21 going into the round three betting round new rule this season you can spin again uh normally you would spin the wheel one time um to pick the category for the betting round and that is what you'd have to stick with but now you can spin again um so she spins harrison ford she does choose to spin again lands on harrison ford again um she bets three sam bets three and they both answer correctly still Tied going into the four uh, round four speed round. And this is where kind of the game changes up. Uh, Sam actually ends up pulling uh, four of the five questions. So Marisol is only able to get one in there. And Sam takes a huge gamble with the third question. It was Tom Shadiak directed this film with starring, you know, Morgan Freeman. And he got as far as Morgan Freeman and Sam buzzed and he took a like a the the most beat you can take in a speed round I think you really can only have one second before you have to answer or it's wrong he literally took the one second he had and answered Evan Almighty which was really terrifying because Tom Shadiak also directed Bruce Almighty with Morgan Freeman so because he did not wait for the rest of the question he could have been completely wrong because how do you listen to the rest of the question? It did list Steve Carell and um, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon would have been the thing to clue you that it was Evan Almighty because she was not in the first film. So the fact that Sam did not wait, but he still got it was such a terrifying moment uh, <laughs> for him. So the relief on his face and, and, and just the thought to even just say Evan Almighty instead of Bruce Almighty, um, really insane. So, so crazy moments because he could have lost points there. Um, so he dominates that speed round. And that is the only thing that literally the only thing that made the difference in the match because they were both playing head to head. Perfect. Um, so now it is Sam leading 28 to 25 going into that final round. 
Marisol gets her two and directors correct, and she then she has to still get her three. So she gets her three in Gene Hackman correct. Sam gets his two in Crime, then his three in Matt and Ben correct. He also gets his uh, Marisol, then she has her five in 1990s, takes a couple beats, but does get it correct, bouncing it back to Sam uh, to get this five for the belt. Uh, he gets it in musicals. They ask kind of a casting question who stars in these musicals or these actors starred in this musical. And, you know, he uses a couple repeats and he just blurts out Oklahoma. Oklahoma is correct. Sam gets the belt from Marisol. He is now champ again after his big return. Insane that, um, you know, he's back for after all these years and he's still got it. He's still great. So really awesome to kind of see him be able to prove this to himself. Um, Marisol played a perfect game, so she has nothing to hang her head about. It was literally just, you know, not being quick enough on that buzzer. That is literally the only thing that made the difference in that match. So perfectly played and and, and really just kind of a fun nail biter of a match. So really, really exciting to see Sam come back. The old versus the new. What was Sam going to do? Was he going to have that ring rust? And dude did not even miss a beat, even getting a question about a movie that he was in. So I love when that happens and he can kind of call attention to that. That's always kind of a fun thing. Um, But yeah, very intense, very insane um just more things to love about what's going on this season I like watching matches like this it's getting me excited for my next match and to get in there and to just you know compete and and be the machine and really embrace that and get back into that live atmosphere again it is completely terrifying and nerve-wracking like getting back into it and playing that match against Ethan was very terrifying and nerve-wracking but so much fun and like you know, you're up there and, and, you know, like, I feel like I have a lot to prove to myself this, this season because of everything I did last season that I want to prove that that was not a fluke. And, you know, I'm really in this and I'm really a great competitor because it took people a long time, I feel like, to see that. And so, you know, I have a lot of, lot to prove, but kind of watching matches like this get me excited to really get back in there and, and, and be back in that studio and be back in that live setting and just feel those, that nervous energy and and use it. Um, So yeah, it's a lot of work and it's really scary kind of getting back in there. But like I said, matches like this definitely make me excited to, to play again. So yeah, Uh, great, great matches, really exciting stuff. Uh, We close out with the scene of Ben approaching Kate and talking about how they want to challenge somebody that, hey, he's right over there. Let's just challenge him. Let's just challenge him right now. And Ben's like, no, let's wait and challenge him on Titans. So we have no idea who they're talking about. They never reveal it. So it's going to be a kind of a big reveal who Ben decides to challenge in this big match. So really curious to see where that goes. I'm loving kind of these story elements and how it's progressing and these just kind of fun random challenges and fun things happening with the story um all intertwining it to the show so i definitely hope that this what's happening this season is something that that more people see and and then that this brings more fans into the show because i think it is so creative and so much fun and and really just kind of the perfect mix of like all the kinds of random combinations of things they've done with shmodown over the years i think this is kind of the perfect encapsulation of the wrestling aspect the trivia aspect um 
really marrying that entertainment side with the knowledge side of everything. So I think this is like the perfect marriage of I think everything that the show has been trying to do for all of these years. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think I just kind of go on about how much I'm loving what they're doing every episode, but it's true. It's just, and it's really invigorating, reinvigorating for us competitors, you know, because the game has changed so much and sometimes it, you feel defeated. Sometimes you feel frustrated and sometimes you're just not happy with the way things are going. And, but this is kind of just reinjecting that fun energy back into things for us competitors. So I hope the fans are enjoying it too. Uh, yeah, so gr- epic matches. Can't believe Sam is the champion again after all this time. Insane. Uh, so it's going to be some work for Marisol to get that belt back. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, really, really solid matches for this Titans and, and really excited to see what is to come. So yeah, <laughs> not much else to say. Um, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Machine Mondays. Uh, of course, this isn't the only show you can find in the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. We have Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday, where I force Morgan to watch things he hasn't seen. We are closing out our Will Ferrell series with Stranger Than Fiction. Um, you know, I was very kind to Morgan during the series. I think the whole point of this series was to torture him a little bit with Will Ferrell, who he has hated since seeing Elf for the first time. And so our patrons chose to make him watch Will Ferrell movies and he was not happy about it, but he did it. And, you know, I was kind to him. I did not pick any kind of loud, obnoxious, crazy kinds of movies. Um, Too many of them anyway. Uh, So I wanted to close out on my favorite Will Ferrell movie, Stranger Than Fiction. And uh, yeah, so we have a really fun discussion about that on Wednesday. So please check that out. And of course, every Friday, we have the main show. It's a wonderful podcast where we give love to classic films. Morgan is the constant host over there and I switch off hosting duties every other week with our other great co-host Nolan Dean. Uh, So of course we talk classic films over there and I believe it is a Nolan Morgan week where they are talking Dirty Harry. So check out uh, that episode uh, this week. Uh, We have you covered of course every Monday with Machine Mondays, every Wednesday with Morgan Hasn't Seen and every Friday with It's a Wonderful Podcast on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed so find it all places podcasts can be found. Also check out the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon It's a Wonderful One on Patreon.com We have some really fun things over there for you guys. Uh, Monthly artwork, voting in polls um, live streams, fun little videos. So if you want to support Morgan and I, check it out. It's a Wonderful One on Patreon.com. You also have the It's a Wonderful podcast youtube channel uh we try to do some fun things over there fun movie discussions uh watch alongs uh stuff like that so please check it out at it's a wonderful podcast on youtube find the show on twitter at it's a wonderful one find me on twitter at janine to underscore uh, janine to on instagram and tiktok if you want to get any merch for any of our shows you can find that at my t public shop at g9design.tpublic.com if you want to purchase any of my art in print form you can find that in my big cartel shop at g9design.bigcartel.com and watch the movie trivia showdown and uh, movie trivia showdown on youtube find all the matches there join the patreon to get exclusive access to things um but yeah, it's, it's a really fun season and I implore everyone to check it out. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of Machine Mondays. And until next time, XO, XO, Machine out.